Well, hello, everybody. Did you want a bonus episode this week? You got one. Guess what? Is it a spoiler app, Chris? Yeah, it, uh, no. no. What, what, no. What, what, what are we going to talk about? This is another edition of DVD Closet. Another edition? You mean this is the, <laughs> the first the one we did? episode. Yeah, the, the first one we did like three years ago? It still counts. Number two. <laughs> Same guest, too. Yeah. Same guest. <laughs> Jackie likes to walk around with a bag full of fucking DVDs. Is yeah. what, what it really Just means. waiting for us to do this Every again. Every three years, Jackie goes, hey, guys, I bought some new DVDs, you guys. What about this thing? I want to talk about. Um, so, yeah. Uh, DVD closet. DVD closet's back. Let's talk about it like everyone should know what it is. Yeah. Hey, guys. I know you guys have been asking for it for a while. <laughs> everyone who's like, what? What's DVD yeah. closet? Well, you're an idiot if you don't know what DVD closet is. <laughs> no, this is actually was a great idea that I think Jackie came up with three years ago. Yes. yes. And we've talked about like, oh, we got to do more DVD closets. And then we, you know, run off. We didn't. We didn't. No, yeah. no, and no one else is willing to put no one <laughs> put a DVDs into their bag and bring them over yeah. to the garage. So uh, that is true too. It is a segment we've we've talked about. Maybe we make it part yes. of the YouTube channel. Yep. Make it a little three four minute segment. Jackie, Cage. oh, we had big plans for the segment. We really did. <laughs> we were hoping it's so. It's just a crazy bonus up DVD closet, and it's with uh, the lovely uh, Jackie Cation. Thank you very much for having me. And the premise of DVD closet, as you may have heard Jackie say, is a guest brings DVDs from her collection, and we go through them, and sometimes we agree, and then sometimes the guest has to defend herself. <laughs> it's very, and sometimes they're smocking. It's, it yes. turns into a little bit of a tribunal. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> defend your DVD nerd. Explain. To this court, why you would why that would be something you would have purchased, Your Honor? Please. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, because it is uh, December eleventh, we're getting into the holiday season. Jackie has all it's Chris- all Christmas stuff because uh, uh, yes. I was raised Christian, like a Christian, and then we got over it. And uh, but the thing, no, it's uh, <laughs> the the Christianity. Here's the thing: it is Christmas. There is no war on Christmas. Oh, God, uh, I will please. say, oh, please, the love of God. It's like I the love of the baby. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Remember that's the kid that was born. Uh, not in, in, in January. I'm Armenian, so uh, that's the great thing about Armenian Christmas is that you get to keep talking about it till January 6th. And, uh, and, and, the, you, and you have a different savior, too. We have right? it, right. It's Biff. Yeah. And he wears Remember a tracksuit. <laughs> he wears a ripaway suit. And he works at a car wash. A lot of gold, <laughs> lot, of, lot of gold chains. And uh, well, the greatest thing, and I've said this before, is the greatest thing about the Armenian church is that it's all in Armenian. So you can believe really whatever you want. So the general idea was be like the nice man in the picture and go get your dad some coffee. That was that's the entire religion, and uh, and I don't mind that religion. But I love Christmas movies, and so and I love almost all. I love I love all holiday movies. I like a holiday movie, and so all right. what let's are we start, start out with. We're gonna start out with what I like to usually start out, which is Holiday Inn. I start out usually Holiday Inn is uh, is got all the holidays in it. I usually start right around Thanksgiving with it, and Holiday Inn is with Bing Crosby, Fred Astaire, and uh, Ginger. Is it, that's not Ginger Rogers. Who the hell is that? It's uh. Marjorie Reynolds. That's right, Marjorie Reynolds, which was her first uh, leading role, and then she got marginalized again. Marjorie, poor Marjorie. Uh, she was great in it. She nailed it. So this came out in 1942. It was directed by Mark Sandrich. Uh, of course, I'm sure you all remember. <laughs> you Mark remember Sandrich. Mark Sandrich? <laughs> Mark Sandrich uh, did. Um, 
Here comes the waves. I love a soldier. So proudly we hail. Uh, yeah, yeah. A bunch of stuff from yeah. the 40s to go rah, rah, rah. Yeah. And, but the weird thing about this is White Christmas was introduced in this movie. The, the, oh, the song. The song White Christmas oh. was was first introduced into our into our lives by Bing Crosby. and Because he, what he has is he has an inn that's only open on holidays. And what so the, But every holiday during every, the year? Every holiday, like the 4th of July oh, and okay. Washington's birthday and um, I'd like to see the balance sheet on that. Uh, well, that, that, uh, there is some mocking about how he's clearly an entertainer because he only wants to work what eighteen days a week a year, and uh, and so he gets to put on a show for each one, and each one's themed. Uh, the I believe it is the Fourth of July one is the one that's in blackface, and uh, yeah, wow, really. And, and on AMC, sometimes they cut that scene from it, which is uh, an irritant. It's not like uh, we all don't know that blackface happened, and we know that it's not okay. And and it, and and it's the only decent scene really that the black people in the movie get, because they're uh, Mamie, who's the the housekeeper, and her little kids are, are in that are in that one too, and. And you're just like, it isn't great, but it's like putting, it's like, do you remember in E.T. when they, they photoshopped out the guns out of the, out of the FBI And they made them, uh, yeah, walkie-talkies. So they're pointing walkie-talkies at everybody. It's, it looks ridiculous. It makes great sense. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's like that. It's like, it'd be like trying to airbrush every, every time somebody's smoking uh, out of a movie or every time someone's drinking or eating chocolate or whatever the, the sin that you hate. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, but Holiday Inn is actually, it's great. It's full of, and White Christmas is uh, one of the greatest uh, songs right. ever made. So I yep. usually like to start out with that. That's a good one. And then this year I actually started out with a, with a, with a different one that I, that I traditionally usually, um, end the season with which is groundhog day oh right yeah that's that's a february that's a that's a groundhog day uh uh holiday uh moment you remember ground i, I like to bring it up I, I, I keep bringing out the dvd and holding it up like like we're on television <laughs> hey, cut to the uh close close up on this groundhog day uh, dvd cover and sadly not a blu-ray none of these so far are blu-rays Groundhog Day, nineteen ninety three. Harold Ramis, of course. Uh, Bill Murray, Anna McDowell, and Chris Elliott. Class, is- classic movie, and you know a, a lovely cameo by uh, Rick Overton. Rick Overton's in, there in it as well. Um, him and Rick Dukeman are, are yes. tag teaming in the uh, in the diner. Oh, that's right, uh-huh. the diner. <laughs> yeah, that is very funny. It's uh, but so I got to meet so- Needlehead Ned once. Uh, you remember Ned the Head? You remember him? Yeah, Needlehead yeah. Ned, Ned Ryerson. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You remember? Yep. Stephen Tobolowski. <laughs> that's it. Uh-huh. Stephen Tobolowski. He was. He did a storytelling show that I was on. Mm-hmm. He was actually quite uh, interesting. I believe he has a podcast. He does. I think he mm-hmm. does. Hey, podcast listeners. Yes, <laughs> it, it can happen. <laughs> yeah. So why do you? Why would you include Groundhog Day into like these Christmas themed? Because it takes place in the winter. It's a sim. I'm a simple woman of the people. <laughs> I think that's been established. I think comedy film nerds know that. And doesn't it also capture though, like the feeling of like a Christmas movie, even it really, though it's a Groundhog? It's got great Day heart. Movie. It's yes. got all the, that's yeah. you quite find honestly out, what I want out of a a Christmas. Movie. And the movie and on, that's a great point. And the movie ends with a. Snow. They wake up and there's and there's snow everywhere. Snow everywhere. And he's an ice sculptor by the end of it. Yeah. Yes. And he's <laughs> which is really very sort of. It's Scrooged. Yeah. I, right. I have Scrooged in here too. Scrooged is harder for me to watch because Bill. I I think Bill Murray is such a uh, he plays a dick so well that I'm like I don't I don't I don't actually want to see that I don't I don't want to really see you I love Jackass. Scrooged. Scrooge is great. It's uh it's uh, and I and I always watch it but it's not. Um here it is. 
uh, <laughs> I don't know why I need to look at it, but here's Scrooge. <laughs> it's uh, it's it's also I believe from the nineties. Yeah, and Scrooge, actually, um, it's nineteen eighty eight. Eighty eight. Bill Murray and Karen Allen. That's it. <laughs> Music by Danny Elfman. You guys, yes. remember that? That movie was directed by Richard Donner. It's oh a really God. fun movie. It is a real, and they really do nail it. it, it it's sort of the like ghosts one of those, are funny, and it's yeah, and it, it's, it's like it's an fun. inside Hollywood kind of meta, definitely. Like kind of, yeah. hey, this we're making this for right. us, really. Well, yeah. there, there's that the, the TV shows that he makes, like Lee Majors saves Christmas. Yeah, like, <laughs> terrorists have taken over the North Pole or whatever, and Lee Majors comes in and guns them down. It's mm. pretty funny, right? And now in the last two days, I just started with an, with a vengeance. Started watching them because I like to start right around the about two weeks. Into Christmas, I, I like to before before you know Christmas Day. I like to really start getting into it, and plus I do go until January sixth. That's how long. Now, how are you? Let, let, let's when do when do your decorations start and when do they end? They do, start two weeks before. We're going to get our tree on the tenth. Okay. Uh, wait, today's the tenth or yesterday was. We're yeah. going to get our uh, tree on Monday. Um, <laughs> we we put up our outside decorations um, right after Thanksgiving. Because that long weekend, we have the time to actually put them up. And then right. everything else, we kind of take our time. Like, we don't have the tree yet, but yeah. that's like kind of our start of the holiday season, right after Thanksgiving. I don't like going to the mall before Thanksgiving and seeing all the decorations up. That still irritates me. Yeah. I know that's been going on for a while now. Yeah. I st- still don't like it. Still don't like it. Yeah. Still still would like it to chill out. Because yeah. Thanksgiving is, I think, such an important, I think it's such an important holiday, you guys. I really do. Because of gratitude, because of being thankful for stuff, and because of turkey. All of those things. All of those things are important, and I think we need to give them their own time. But it doesn't help retailers as much. It doesn't as much. <laughs> yeah, there's only so much turkey people yeah. are willing to buy. <laughs> well, what do you guys, do you, what my sister came up when we were kids, she came up, she was like the best marketing, she was probably 11 or 12 when she said this a marketing complete failure by mcdonald's the fact that thanksgiving they do not serve turkey mcnuggets with cranberry dipping sauce she's like i don't understand she was 11 years old she was like i don't understand why they don't offer this at mcdonald's as a seasonal uh food stuff turkey mcnuggets with cranberry dipping sauce it would be huge i would buy that i would vegetarian yeah right That makes right. perfect sense. I have, she, and, and for some reason, uh, McDonald's never responded to her queries. Uh, I don't think she ever sent anything off. She might have. She was 11. She was, you know, when you're 11, you send. I tell you what, I Oh, do. you send queries out when you're 11. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Crayon fueled. Yeah. Uh, Point of order. Point of order. Point of order, McDonald's. She That's was, an 11-year-old. She was the only 9-year-old I knew who used to pour over the real estate section. Remember those uh, those. <laughs> Oh, newspaper print things at the at the yeah. new, at the grocery store, and you'd get it all over your hands. And she's like, "What do you think of this property?" Yeah. And I was and, like, "And now she's I'm running seven. Dupont." Yeah, yeah, yeah really. No, she's, <laughs> she, she's a financial advisor of <laughs> at Dan Darby C. Dane Rupture. Yeah. Of course she is. <laughs> right, and enormously successful. Yes, of surprising no one. Surprising, <laughs> absolutely, hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I this normally I used to do a tradition. I started. Uh, where I'd set my tree up on Thanksgiving Day. Oh. Mm-hmm. And then, because my... Well, do you have fake trees? Do you guys do fake trees? I have a fake tree. No, guy. real. Real tree? Mm-hmm. Which is why, if you have real, you got to wait. Yeah, I go, I go, I bought a fake tree like 15 years ago um, because I, I read this thing, this, this is so great. I read this thing in the Sierra Club and they weighed environmental impact of real tree yep. versus fake tree. And they're right. like, over the life of 10 years, a fake tree edges it out ever so slightly if you figure in driving 
the footprint. Get, yeah. The footprint. The ti- uh-huh. To and from. But it's get- genuinely that. It's it's not huge. Oh yeah, it's a, it's, it's, it's a, not a huge because we get we do every other year. This is a real tree year, which is why we got away. Ah. Yeah, I don't so, know why. So I bought this tree at you tar- mix it up. Yeah, I bought a tree at Target for like forty fifty bucks, like in mm-hmm. two thousand and one or something right? or two, and now. So the last three since I, I this is the first year I've set it up since I've been divorced. It's because I was like, <laughs> "Fuck this holiday." Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> this is bullshit. And I had a little. You gotta recover. I had a little two foot plug in. Oh, right. already decorated thing? Well, that thing I bought when I was like in my 20s. Mm. Yeah. And so like I, a tabletop tree. Like a tabletop yeah, yeah. tree. So that was my like sad divorce guy Christmas tree for the last <laughs> four years. <laughs> but this year, you know, girlfriend, things are nice. Set up a Christmas tree. Now, did you, you get one of the ones that has the lights like built in on the branches? No. We do. Yeah. No. We, we've got one that, because the thing is, is Andy was like, I want a tree that looks fake. And I was like, it has to be green though. He's like, kind of want it to be pink or silver or something i'm like please can you it can look so and all it is is it's a pole with light like sticking out like light stems and then we also uh have garlands that have lights that are worked into them that we wrap around it like like a charlie brown christmas yeah and we so we we fill it out and make it into a triangle with this fake garland that is all it's entirely lights it like lights up our living room and then we bought at macy's cost as much as the tree uh a star that is also lit and so the whole thing just glows like a power plant in the middle of our it is the greatest fake tree in the world, and um, and then we do a nativity scene. We always do it. Queen Amidala is usually uh, Mary, and Charlie Brown is usually uh, Joseph, and then we do like I have um, Doctor Girlfriend is one of the angels, uh, and we just take like different action figures sure. and make a you know like you do. I um I tried to do that. It was frowned upon a little bit here oh, did, did because, the because 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 the- we we get the regular manger but then yeah. i you know i supplement it right. with uh grimlock and daredevil and put oh, them very in. Nice. Yes. <laughs> we have a little ewok as the baby jesus yeah because it was in it was in a pouch on one of the one of the uh, sand people or ewok people not an ewok it was a sand people mm. and uh this is the mancini castle though let's get to it. it's a wonderful life you guys the ah. martini castle <laughs> is uh is uh i just watched so i so in the last in the last day i watched the bishop's wife with Cary Grant, Loretta Young, and David Niven. Have you guys seen that? No. no the Bishop's uh-uh. Wife. The Bishop's Wife, horribly remade as The Preacher's, the preacher's wife, wife. right. With Denzel and, and Whitney Houston. And Whitney Houston, yeah, I yeah. will do Denzel as Cary Grant. I will not do Whitney Houston as Loretta Young. That will not, that, that, <laughs> that did not work. That uh, Loretta Young is amazing. David Niven is amazing. Cary Grant is amazing. And um, this is a beautiful, it's a, it's, is it Capra? No. I don't know who it is. It's Henry Co- Coster is the director. What year? That is 1947. Do you, do you know what's fascinating, too, about when they would put these DVD covers together? They would, even though it's a black and white film, they would put the cover in, in color. In color. Yeah. yeah, just to remember colorization. Uh, oh, in oh, fact, yeah. you have a, a, a DVD that was on the front lines of the colorization debate. The Wonderful Life? Uh, no, The Bells of St. Mary. Oh, that was actually one of the ones that they, you know, Turner was showcasing. Like, look how great this movie looks in color, right? And um, thankfully, they were that died away. <laughs> yes, Do you remember Jay, my favorite Jay Leno? Not a lot of people say this. My favorite Jay Leno joke is uh, was from I believe in the middle of that debate, which was I think in the middle late eighties when when colorization first came out, and he 
he was just subbing for Johnny Carson and he came out and, and it was Christmas time and he goes, Hey, uh, you know, the colorization, very controversial, but I think that they did a, an amazing job. They colorized the first 10 minutes of the wizard of Oz and the audience just gasped as a group and he was, and it was, and then he had a punchline, but I didn't care what the punchline was. It was the greatest setup ever because it was just the greatest. I was like, Oh, that joke's done. Yeah. yeah. No one else needs to write another joke about colorization because that's the best premise of the joke ever. So yeah. So the Bishop's wife is a, is a very beautiful, it's a, you know, it's um, David Niven is, mm-hmm. he, he prays uh, that uh, he needs help building this giant fucking cathedral. And uh, and so Cary Grant shows up as the angel. Niven's always building something. Bridges over yeah, quads. Yeah, he's always... <laughs> like, what's he up to? That guy's... Well, he works. He, he yeah. likes to stay busy. He likes to work mm. with his hands. And uh, <laughs> and uh, so it's a it's a very... And it's a very sweet movie, and it's very... There's a great scene in it with um, the guy who plays the professor. Are you, are you on the IMDb page? Yeah. Because who plays the professor? He's a great... Uh, he's a great character actor, um, Monty Woolley maybe. Let me check real quick. And but he he makes this great line. He says this great line about how this this woman who's supposedly going to finance the 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 cathedral she got him fired from the university for being too political. And he's like he's got some great line about how I haven't been political since like Nero. And because uh, he's it's all, he's a ancient history professor. I got Niven confused with Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness was in Bridge Over the River. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that'll happen. I'm sure someone's yelling at their iPad. Yeah, I'm having fun with <laughs> dreams. <laughs> so, uh, but it's wonderful. So I watched, I did Bells of St. Mary's, of course. I remember even as a kid. Do you remember the, did you see the Bells of St. Mary's? It's been Mary's? a long time since Bing I've seen Crosby that Crosby and Ingrid Bergman, my stepmother used to always say, oh, don't all men wish that nuns look like Ingrid Bergman. And I remember even as a child thinking, why would they want a nun to look like Ingrid Bergman? They want someone that they could date to look like yeah. Ingrid Bergman. Yes. Oh. And um, but she, I guess maybe the Ingrid Bergman looking nun is not the one that's going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> yes, yes, possibly that's where. And that that's comes the in. one you think you could maybe turn. <laughs> Ooh, like les- like lesbians in those movies in the nineties. Like, like, you don't really want. Right yeah, you don't really want to be a nun. No. It's just because yeah, you haven't met the right person yet. I know yeah. Jesus is your boyfriend, but he's never yeah. around. Yeah, no, he's. <laughs> Uh, timing you. And uh, this uh, this movie has nine plots. This movie, yes. The Bells of St. Mary's. By the way, I also have never seen a priest that looks like Bing Crosby. Right, and 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 also uh, sings and does a little soft shoe. Yeah, he's uh, he's cast and and several off color jokes that they sort of apologetically break the fourth wall mm-hmm. and kind of look at the camera a little bit. It's almost Road to St. Mary's. Uh, Saint, oh, yeah, it's great. almost the Road to St. Yeah. Mary's because he makes a couple of jokes and then he does it like an. I slide toward the camera. Is like, eh. like, well, Bob Hope's not in this movie, but I know you've watched them. I know you've yeah. watched them. It's a little off color, yeah. But uh, and it's it's but there's like there's a a, a story about uh, raising uh, li- when raising boys as too many nuns raising boys. There's that whole plot. Wow. You're like, oh, they're going to be sissies, and then there's this whole thing about um, a. a sort of a divorced little girl who wants to go to the Catholic school. Ingrid Bergman has tuberculosis. Uh, there's <laughs> like... What is going on? And and then there's this whole thing how, how he's actually come to this school so that he can close the school down and sell it to a co- corporation to turn it into a parking lot. I mean, <clears throat> there's a lot of things going on. Bells of St. Mary's has at least four different plots, you guys. And then the classic, It's a Wonderful Life, which only, I watch it every year. Every three years, I cry. The other two years, I just want to kill Uncle Billy. I don't know. 
you guys have seen It's a Wonderful Life. Probably. Of course. Yeah? Of course. Yes. There we go. So Uncle Billy, of course, a monumental alcoholic idiot that uh, everyone around him is enabled. And um, <laughs> no, one, no one tells Uncle Billy to get his shit together. And sometimes it just drives me nuts. But... This year, I uh, for just kids, it's been I don't know. It's uh, I got very emotional. The couple of scenes when he's sitting there with his dad, and his dad's like, "Hey, you gonna come back from college, and maybe work for the the building and loan?" And he's like, "No, no, I'm not gonna do it." Now you're you you get you this little two bit nickel and dime, you know, savings and loan, and uh, and his dad's like, "Well, I think we're really, I think we're really changing some lives with our with our little two bit," and I'm like. I just silent tears coursing down. I was like, you did, you did, Mr. Bailey, you were a very big helper. <laughs> as good as It's a Wonderful Life is, I will always argue that I think uh, Mr. Smith Goes to Washington is a better film from Frank Capra. But a better, Chris, a better Christmas movie? No, not a better Christmas movie, just film in general. It's a Wonderful Life is, I mean, it's still, it still has all the... I mean, it still kind of works. I mean, I don't know. And the it hits all the right beats. It, it hits it all does. really does. Yeah. And there's when Uncle Billy loses the eight grand though, and the fact that, and, and the Hayes Code completely thrown out the window because Mr. Potter gets to keep the eight grand. He gets to stay in power at the end of the movie, and you're like, mm, I don't approve. I don't approve of no comeuppance <laughs> for Mr. Potter. And uh, but but uh you know it's a, when mr gower comes in and they and everybody's given up the money and uh and the 25 grand is going to get wired from hee haw sam wainwright mm-hmm. come on you got to you, you got to cry at that point that's good times and, uh, it's, yeah zuzu's pedals is the name of my sister's band is that your sister's band yeah she was out of minneapolis in yeah. the 90s yeah Oh my God! I saw Zuzu's pedals. Yeah, sure, you saw them perform. They were that yeah. was where they came up. Zuzu's pedals. Yeah, that was a famous name of a band. Like everyone was like the greatest name of any band was Zuzu's pedals. Everyone in Minneapolis said that. Yeah, all through the all. Yeah, they were like one of the first all girl punk bands. Jesus, in like the late eighties and early nineties. Get out there and and are they on Spotify? They still getting some sound exchange money? I hope. God, so. I hope so. Yeah. There's a great book that. Um, it was my sister Colleen Elwood and Lori Lindine and uh, Linda. I forget Linda's last name, but uh, Lori Lindine wrote a book a couple years ago called Pedal Pushers. Yeah, which is an amazing book if you want to read what it was like for them as these young women in their twenties as an all girl like punk band driving around in a van doing bar gigs and what the Minneapolis and standing next to Husker do. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and performing with all those people. Right. Like uh, probably being compared to the Runaways. Yeah, there's that. There's and the, the Supremes. The Jay- yeah. <laughs> well, who else came out? Like, didn't the Jayhawks or whatever come out of Minneapolis? Or yeah. A, a bunch I, of- wait, that sounds about right. So, uh, music not being my life, yeah, but I I'm pretty sure. But it's it's a it's a fantastic book. It was I mean, fantastic for me because I was yeah, like, Yeah, what's it called? Uh, uh, pedal Pushers. Okay, yeah, I should and, get that. And it was about the Zuzu's pedals. It's a, oh, that's it's a awesome. fantastic book, but it, that's, yeah. it's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful life. It's great. So, like, all, all the short... All the short cartoony stuff, right? I mean, mm-hmm. start, oh, yeah. starting at Thanksgiving, I watched Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving. Actually, at Halloween, I watched The Great Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. And then it's Thanksgiving, and then it's the Charlie Brown Christmas. You know, there's a second Charlie Brown Thanksgiving where it shows, like, all the pilgrims and how they die. Yeah. It's that like there's a really this, weird, like... It's the uh, worst. Yeah. It's yeah. genuinely... <laughs> they don't air that one anymore. Oh, like, and this <laughs> one has syphilis blankets Yeah, it does. It, it does. does. It has it all does. that in yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. As does the, the pumpkin. The, the pumpkin one has 
has a shitty uh, second one on the Blu-ray because I have the collection, right? The deluxe holiday collection with remastered classics, and it's they're great except for if you hit accidentally play all, uh, all of a sudden you see some some just shitty. Everything successful gets a sequel, whether it's warranted or not. Whether it's warranted mm. or not. And then, of course, we get Rudolph, Frosty. Yeah, that's Santa classics. Claus is coming to town. Name the shitty sequel in that case. That, uh, the Rudolph one? No. Or the Frosty? Frosty. Yeah, Frosty, there was a, there was a I think it's Frosty Returns. It's, it literally makes no sense if you no. watch it. And, uh, but I think Danny DeVito like, is in it or is something. In it? it's, it's insane. <laughs> right, because that is also in this. I have uh, the, the deluxe, because this is Frosty Returns is in here. Yeah, I And it's dumb. These ones, the, the the Charlie Brown and these Rudolph ones with that weird, what I don't know what you call the that. stop motion animation, stop motion yeah. animation, uh-huh. um, that that like defined my childhood because yeah. that was like every year and it heralded the season. Yeah, you knew it was Christmas time when these specials came on TV. I'm like, all right, and you'd plan around it. Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You the would. VCR <laughs> was a pain in the yeah. ass, and, the, you and didn't then have one. And then you knew one, didn't once have one growing up. Once you uh, watched those specials, then you would get the Sears toy catalog, and you would get to go through <laughs> through it yeah. and look through everything. It was like the, these were things we did every year as kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got the. Oh, this is not a good story. I don't know why I would tell. And uh, we would get the Sears catalog, <laughs> but we never got toys. Because there were too many of us, we always got clothes, and but we we would my sister and I. This is the saddest fucking story. It all works out, guys. I have a shitload of toys now. Uh, but uh, the uh, but my sister and I would pick one thing from every fucking page because we might as well. And and I'd be like, I don't want anything on this page. And she'd go, You have to pick something because we're Americans. She wouldn't say that, but though you could kind of hear her saying it. Didn't you? And uh, but uh, but yeah, it was we never did uh, we never did pick anything so. I was seven. We didn't need toys by the time I was seven. <laughs> Such assholes. Yeah, what seven-year-old plays with toys? Exactly. <laughs> Who's got time for toys? Now, here's the weird one, you guys. Here's the weird, the because the new generation of kids are watching the DreamWorks Holiday Collection. Ah. I don't know if you have seen, uh, like, Shrek the Halls. I have. I've seen everyone in that collection. You've seen all of these? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And I, I think my favorite, though, is the uh, Kung Fu Panda Holiday. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> Though I like the my little the dragon one, the dragon one's yeah. pretty good. That one's good. Mary Madagascar is. So they, do they? These weren't in theaters. These no, were, no, no, no. These, these get are, released on DVD oh. and also streaming. Um, yeah, you can get them on streaming too. So it's like just four little short films. They're not full features. Yeah, they're, they're like specials. Yeah, they're like specials. They're like old timey specials. See, like Kung Fu Panda Holiday. God, I want to watch this. It it's is good. It's, good. it's, it's good. actually yeah. pretty good. And yeah. uh, Dragon's Holiday? Yeah, Dragon's Holiday is good. The Gift of Night Fury? That sounds yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're pretty great. And, uh, and and that's the good thing. And then, of course, you know, you got The Grinch. The Grinch is, the, is a classic. That was another one that's yep. like ingrained in my childhood. Right. And, and you, you know, if you look to it, like the Charlie Brown one, it has such a Christian message. If anyone tried to do that now on regular network TV on they an might animated get the kibosh. show. Yeah, I don't know. It would know either if it be would that or more heavy handed. It would have to be one it would either veggie tales the hell out of it. Right. <laughs> or they would be like, no, let's put a menorah over there in the corner. And uh, or some damn thing, right? And and but the Grinch always good. Always yes. good the Grinch. Uh-huh. And uh I sometimes, you know, and nobody's ever I mean, everybody's pretty good sport when they have all their crap stolen. Which I thought was pretty nice of them. What do you mean? What you don't like oh, for when, the Grinch? Yeah, when the Grinch, when the oh. Grinch steals all because they're stuff, just things. They're just stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be other who whistles yep. in your life. It'll all work well, out. Speaking of things and feasts, 
Oh, right. Hey, right. why'd you we do that? A, we Bring have it. A, check it out. We have a sponsor. God, great segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, ladies it's and gentlemen. It's almost a hoverboard yeah. in a segue. Well played. <laughs> uh, we want to talk to you guys about Sherry's Berries. Now, they did um, send us berries again. Always, always fun to get Sherry's Berries. And um, they're great. great you they're see sweet. these on your front door. You're like, oh, my God, this is great. So oh, my so kids great. recognize the box now. They get all excited. <laughs> when I think when your kids can up. smell it yeah. on the street. <laughs> they don't last it, long in our home. Is it just a lot? of berries it's yeah. with i've never gotten sure with berries. different uh like types of coatings there's like a, a chocolatey goodness there was some of them have like a white chocolate type coating and then there's a uh, nuts on them and they're really really good they're decadent amazing. toppings like chocolate chips and chopped nuts okay it's um, they're amazing they're they're amazing they're yeah. they're they're but not just strawberries like other kinds of berries or is it the, all strawberries the, these specifically are berries however sherry's berries has other stuff if you want to get they have yeah, everything yeah. from like cookies to other things oh like, like harry and why like, would like i mentioned harry, another yeah. business why would i do that like like <laughs> yeah like those two guys that uh, <laughs> right, that, all, guys that, that also d- send that food that also yeah. send food but aren't um, sponsoring the company yes. <laughs> but uh i basically <laughs> for sherry's berries the the um the chocolatey dipped strawberries are the flagship product of the yeah excellent uh, of their um, company and here's the thing though we always like when sherry's berries is a sponsor because we can give deals to the our our, the fans so it starts at 19.99 which is a 40 percent off savings but you can double the berries for just ten dollars more to get this deal go to berries.com and use our special code cfn so i mean you're you're in for a penny and for a pound you may as well double your berries got this they got a whole section of uh gourmet christmas bestsellers like dip cheesecake trio and half dozen fancy strawberries they've got six handmade snowmen brownie pops what these look great do uh, they have anything in a in a peppermint bark do they do anything <laughs> <in a> pe- <laughs> <laughs> they've got 12 christmas caramel pretzel rods okay they've got <laughs> I those. Like caramel. and they've, some of the stuff actually sells out like you go to the website and some of the stuff it's so popular that you know it, it literally oh sells my god out. they've got hand decorated mini christmas cookies those look awesome holiday french macaroons oh man this is awesome it's all this christmas thing like if you're gonna have any sort of uh if you're having a war on christmas party right this is is great for you this is ammunition this is ammunition for your war (laughs) but like look the 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 hand decorated christmas ornament cookies were 39.99 they're now on sale for 19.99 then you add this coupon code cfn there's gonna be more deals yeah, absolutely. Stack them up. And now the only way to get these this amazing offer, the Sherry's Berries that start at nineteen ninety nine, because normally they start more expensive. Go to berries.com, B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone in the top right hand corner and type in CFN. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, uh, and that's and, and then essentially start shopping from there. Yes. Yep. And then Got you'll it. you'll get all the the deals and the, the deals. You can go yeah. you can go big Christmas baskets with fruit and nuts. They've right. got everything on here. Especially I'm, for people you don't know what to get for them. But I mean, you this like is great. them a lot yeah yeah yeah, exactly you know there's like whole stores full of that where you're like i really like you but i guess i'm gonna buy you a compass Right. <laughs> like, like, or a sextant. <laughs> like, you know, like you get like the fanciest. And but these are ever who doesn't like berries. Right. You're never gonna go wrong. I sent these to my like niece's birthday last yeah. year. <laughs> like Mother's Day. There you go. And they no never last. They're gone. They're in, gone. Like, a day and or no two. one's ever like, oh, enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> enough with the chocolate covered strawberries. Yeah. Oh, the worst. Yeah. So okay. Coupon code CFN, berries.com. All right, Jackie, what else do you have in your DVD closet? This is another new one that everybody should freaking see. Have you seen this? This one I have not seen. Prep Prep and Landing. Prep and Landing, you guys. Prep and Landing. No one does stealth like an elf. Huh? 
It isn't an elf on a shelf asshat either. Those now bastards. wait a minute. Is this? A, I think I have seen this. Is this a short film where like they're two? Um, they're almost like elf secret agents. Yeah. yeah well, they they 20. do prep and landing for Santa. They, they they show up and they make sure that everything's working out. They they uh, they. I think that they um, make sure everything. The kids are all asleep and make sure everybody. It's adorable. Yeah, and it's it's. Um, uh, Dave Foley and Sarah. Chalky. Oh, I did see this one. Yeah, yeah. Good. from uh, it's Scrubs. Uh huh. So good. So funny. So and Roseanne, sweet. I think. And it is. Yeah, it's it's essentially this guy wants to be the director of the of uh, he he's got the 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 bad guy elf in this. He's not a bad guy. He's just a guy with some ambition, man. And he's just sick of being in prep and landing. He's sick of it, man. He's been in it for like a hundred years, and he wants to be like the director of Naughty or the director of Nice. He wants he wants a promotion, and so he goes in and he's just he like try, he sabotages a thing, and then Santa has to come in and save him. And he's working with a new rookie. Mm. Things are it's really good stuff, you guys. It's a it's a, it's a quality quality moment. Here we go. It's like when Dirty Harry did the one with Tyne Daly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. That. Exactly. Like that, right? That's it. That's it. <laughs> you know it. It's um, this is this is always another short one that's always good every year. Uh, it is the uh, Colbert Christmas. Oh man! Oh, I this is, seen this he did one. A, It was such a classic take on the old seventies Christmas variety show. Shows. Variety show. It was so perfect. I was hoping that he would do one every fucking year for the rest of his life. Uh, sadly, uh, probably a lot of work. So I can't remember what right. year this came out, but and it was got that like other, five or six years ago. Now he's got this full-time gig on CBS that's probably taken up a couple minutes of his day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So this is seven years old, the Colbert Christmas, greatest gift of all. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> He's got a red sweater and a pipe. Like I just... It is it is absurd, and it's uh, Toby Keith Feist is in it. Well, Bill Murray filled that void with uh, the Bill Murray Christmas special on Did, Netflix. I haven't seen it. Netflix. I haven't, I haven't seen, seen it yet, yet either. either. It's supposed oh, to be funny. Oh, see, the, there's ones that are out this year that I haven't seen. Krumpus, and I haven't yes. seen uh, that Netflix one. Um, I want to see all those. And we'll then, be talking about Krumpus on the regular episode. Oh, snap. There you go. And there are always a thousand different versions of A Christmas Carol that I like yes. to watch every year. Uh-huh. There's the one from the 50s, which I, for some reason, cannot, could not find my copy of. The famous one with the with the the black and white, and whose name I'm spacing. Probably should have looked it up. Knew I was going to be what on the this? show. What is this? Which one are you talking about? A Christmas Carol from 1950. Well, you didn't bring the DVD, so it doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> DVD closet. And uh, there's, you know, the Muppet Christmas Carol, always okay. great. Let's talk about the Muppet Christmas Carol for okay. a second, because I watched it again yep. um, probably about a year or two ago. And here's what I found absolutely fascinating about a Muppet's Christmas Carol. First of all, I really liked it. Yep. I, think it I think it's fantastic. It holds up really well. It holds up really well. And Michael Caine <laughs> is Scrooge. Yep. Now, what is fascinating about Michael Caine is he generally takes whatever script is offered, depending on where it shoots. Yeah. And you can <laughs> often see him walk through through roles. This role, he didn't walk through at all. No, he he he, he put like it was he, he was acted. so he acted in this. It was so intense like just him with his uh, like icy glare at the muppets and like right. he, like you believed it. Like he's no, he's, he was he, just full of rage at those yeah. rat uh, at his rat accountants, yeah, yeah, it was complete. <laughs> rat accountants. It was, yeah. yeah, it is. He is chilling, and man. just he like when he turns around, uh, when he turns around, he just stares, and all of the muppets just like shudder, <laughs> just because he's glaring at them. It's hilarious because he he does not phone it in. Like he does like not. it looks it, like he it looks like he's acting with like like Olivier, like yeah. and, it, and it's a, a, a frog. 
you know yeah, <laughs> that's that but that's what he puts into this Kerman plays show. Bob Cratchit yeah and uh and he goes back in time and you get to see yeah you know and the eagle plays the headmaster yeah oh are you kidding me from when he goes you know when he goes back and sees when he's a yeah. boy and it was one of the it's just sad and it's yeah. pathos and it's he, and it follows the original story the other thing what I found fascinating about it is there's a lot of quotes and like actual passages from the uh the the book yeah from the book so the, it's Which not I, like ah oh, we don't need you know we got the regular story we'll just write a you know a goofy script for and then no right. they didn't they were actually um they they were honoring the source material they honored this. the source yeah. it's not like they the did Dickens. a i mean they, they yeah. did the dickens story I mean, yeah, yeah they really did they didn't take it from like when fonzie was scrooge right and then just take and lift that. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, also keeping super true to it, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the Mr. Magoo no. Christmas Carol. Mr. Magoo Christmas Carol is amazing. I don't think I've seen it since I was a kid. Is that one where a Tiny Tim goes razzleberry dressing? Yes. Yes, it wow. is, my friend. Yes, it is. And here. And it's be- It's a beautiful uh, DVD Blu-ray. Quite honestly, it's a collector's ish. It's it's full of holiday cheer, oh. according to their own mm-hmm. packaging, and uh, but it's, <laughs> but it delivers, right? And it comes with it comes with a with a frameable card for some reason, signed by oh, Mr. Magoo, great. signed by Mr. Mag- Wait, yeah, there's an autograph. Oh, it's signed by Bacchus, the guy who draws Mr. Magoo. Oh, it should have been signed. And, by uh, no, it is the voice. Recording, but it's got like Jim a back. Jim Backus does the voice. Yeah, I don't it's think he draws him. Draw Mr. McGill. He draws Mr. McGill. <laughs> Mr. Howell was also an animator? Oh my God, I had no idea. That's what he was doing between Oops. takes on Gilligan's Island. Yeah, was... I was like, I can't voice this until I draw it. <laughs> right. <laughs> God, this is the, by the way that that interaction is the complete definition. I'm doing a new podcast with uh, Lori Kilmartin on Nerdist. It's going to go up in uh, January, and it's essentially you know there's a I don't know if you guys know this. There's a lot of podcasts where but a couple of white guys get together and talk about being stand up comics. <laughs> and, uh, I'm not familiar with those podcasts. Nah, never. Lori Kilmartin are going to be a couple of white women talking about stand up comedy. So it is a a, a step in. In a direction, it's a yeah. la- lateral move. I like think it's a- lateral. I don't think it's. I don't think we're freeing the the slaves here. Could, I don't you, know could you call it a half twist? <laughs> it's uh, there's a some work is being done, and then here's a rando one. You guys remember Elf? Uh, yes, love Elf. love Elf. One of my favorite Christmas movies. What are your favorite? Just because yes. of the heart? What do you love about it? What I love about it is it's a modern movie that captures the heart of the classic Christmas movies. Yeah, I love the fact that it's it's uh, first of all. It's saying that the North Pole exists. Will Ferrell. Yep. By the way, this with is, James Caan. And James Caan is great. As his dad. As his dad. Yes. Um, it's it's classic Will Ferrell. There's, and there's really uh, also, um, I'm going to bring up the thing on, uh, on, uh, on the IMDb internet? that came up in 2000. John Favreau direct, d- directs it. So that's really funny. Yeah. Bob Newhart. Yeah. yeah. Bob Newhart yep. plays his stepdad. Uh-huh. His stepdad, which is awesome. I mean, you've got great, you've got great stuff in the start to finish. This thing is yeah, a really it, it's great. great. Movie. It's a, yeah. it's a real solid Christmas. Ed Asner is Santa Claus, I and mean, again, yeah. Will Farrell, he does not phone it in. You believe him? Yeah. The oh. Gimbel's manager is Faison Love. There's some scenes in there where he's just a classic. Uh, Faison Love is just like you know, wearing his 
department store manager <laughs> is all flustered about everything, and they give them great lines, man. There's a fucking hilarious shit. Oh, in so yeah. good, so good. The classics, last two classics. There's a Miracle on 34th Street, always great. The remake of that was terrible. I don't know if you saw the remake of Miracle on 34th Street. Didn't see the remake, no. Okay. Is that made-for-TV movie, right? <laughs> it wasn't. It was, sadly, I believe, in the... It was almost... Um, Maybe it was made for TV. I don't know. I watched it. That's the it. one I could never quite get that into. Maria, Maureen O'Hara? Didn't, ne, ne, never grabbed you? Just, Natalie Wood as a, as a child? Yeah, I just... That's what she played. She played a child in this because she was a child. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> but it well, was, that's good acting. Is what that yeah, is. that is. Yeah, that was really good. It's method. She, she stuck the landing, you guys. <laughs> and uh, so what, what didn't you like about it? I think it was one of those things, for whatever reason... You know, I'm a kid. I'm not that into black. Some black and white movies I just couldn't get into. It's a right. wonderful life. I always, I always did. There's because there's just something about Jimmy Stewart. Right, right. He's super likable. And also, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the guy who plays the lead in this, John Payne, mm-hmm. he's very much not Cary Grant. Like yeah. he's not an A-list actor. And I don't know. I'm sure he went on because he's very, you know, he's got regular features, very handsome guy. Yeah, but uh, he also went a on to slower work. paced movie. It too. is a slower paced movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful life is like boom, 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 boom. There's something always going down. Yeah. And I, and I guess that's my, my first inclination into why it's sort of a time travel movie and I love time travel. So it's, <laughs> a, it's a what if time travel type thing. Yeah, parallel universe. Yeah. I, I, I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. It is a time travel movie. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, an, or, you, or an else worlds. Yeah. yeah. It, it is. It is like, you know, cause that always happens in time travel of like, well, if we go back, and yeah. change this, then yeah. what's, what's going to happen? What's yeah. today going to look like? Well, the the remake of uh, Miracle on 34th Street was it's all, it would be like trying to do a remake of Last Starfighter, kind of, uh. because the 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 main scene in Miracle on 34th Street is the they prove Santa's existence through the U.S. mail. I don't think I'm ruining something from 1947. By the way, no. you guys should really you never know. And uh, but the uh, um, but in the remake, I think they use email or something i think it's like i think they they don't do mail they they i forget what the conceit was to prove that santa existed at the end of miracle the remake of miracle on 34th street but it was terrible it was like (laughs) it was the worst i was like let's just still use the mail that's a perfect because i I tend to love a, a, a movie that ends with a court battle like uh, uh, Mr. Deeds Goes to Town. I don't know if you ever saw that with Gary Cooper, where he's uh, he's being tried for being insane, and then at the end of it, she admits that she loves him and he loves right. her, and mm-hmm. it's all great. And uh, so, but it's done in a courtroom. That's uh, then you know that's it's standing. It's also that one of those movies that uh, it's a product of its time. You can't remake it. It doesn't necessarily hold up now. You have to view it with those kinds of glasses, where right. th- there was no email, and the only way to right. communicate was with. Letters from yeah. yeah from the post and when office. bags and bags of letters right. show up yes. uh-huh. it, it had a very profound effect yes yes you know? one of my favorite scenes in Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is that first scene where um, uh, the Macy's I mean there's there's the Macy's Gimbals thing I don't know if you guys had we had Gimbals in Milwaukee right. when I was a kid we had Macy's and, in uh, in Philly and we had Macy's as well but it was but the Macy's Gimbals rivalry was very real yeah. in Milwaukee when I was a kid and but my one of my favorite scenes is the Macy's Day Parade and I love a parade. I love a parade. Yes, the beat of the drums. Yeah, da, da, da. That's, an old, that's an old song. And uh, and then this, 
is a terrible movie that I watch occasionally <laughs> every year. Uh, not every year. I can't do it. It's the actual White Christmas one with Bing Crosby and I think it's Danny Kay. And it's... you're right. Yeah, Bing Crosby, Danny Kay, Rosemary Clooney, who is George Clooney's aunt. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, Bing Crosby, uh, Danny Kay, Rosemary Clooney, of course. Vera Ellen. Uh, and it is, and the lyric and music by Irving Berlin, but it's such, it's kind of a, one of those rah-rah World War II remakes. They Essentially, they took the good song from Holiday Inn. I was going to say, that, right. uh, like, they probably, that song was such a hit from Holiday Inn, they're like, we should make a whole movie a whole around this movie song. around this, yeah. and then for some reason, get rid of Fred Astaire, even though I love Danny Kaye. For, you got, why would you get rid of Fred Astaire? What are you, out of your Well, this is, this is my favorite, like, 40s or 50s uh Movie description like these, this, this sums up so many of these movies. A successful song and dance team <laughs> become right. romantically involved with a sister act. Oh, what? Oh. And I believe that sister's song is from this sister, sister. Don't get between me and my mister. Yeah, yeah, that's just good writing, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> that, that kind of. And then the last one I brought is a, a modern-day miracle. This is it, Die Hard. Oh, great Christmas it movie. It is a Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie, not really realizing it was a Christmas movie when it when it came out. And now it has gone into canon as an actual Christmas movie, Die Hard. All uh, Alan Rickman, all the time. I would like... Oh. Uh, he oh, makes the movie. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's so nice good. Suit, Mister Takagi. Yeah. Like just the way he speaks, man. <laughs> the diction. I mean, it's yeah. Snape. He's just yeah. he's just all it's Snape. <laughs> it's freaking Alan Rickman is the greatest. Well, you've also yeah. got you've got wonderful things in terms of the spirit of Christmas. It's yeah. what's important. Yep. His marriage gets healed. Yes. Right. You know, they yes. fall kind of fall back in love because he has to save his wife. There's a great William Atherton, one of the greatest movie dicks of all time. But doesn't he look exa- William Atherton, who played now, who did he play? He, did he play he played, uh, the, he, the journalist? Yeah, he's the asshole journalist. He's the asshole journalist. There was also Richard Thornburg. Also played Dick Thornburg. Dick Thornburg. Uh, but there was also a guy who played uh, the police inspector. Oh yeah, well he's a great. Oh, Paul Gleason is a, is is the a classic dick. He was the dick in uh, in uh, Breakfast Club, right? Paul Gleason is an amazing. He played the and, asshole. And, and every thug in that movie, like every like hired uh, mercenary, yep. you've seen in a hundred other movies is like a hired mercenary or a thug. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like you're like, oh, I recognize that guy, that guy, that guy. Well, from- but the, my thing about about the guy who played the journalist and the guy who played the police cop, uh, the police cop, uh, the guy who played the inspector, and one of the Johnson brothers. Uh, the Vietnam Johnson brother from the FBI. Oh, that was such a funny scene. That what, what's his face? Is, God, he's got the horrible, uh, the pockmarked skin, but he's... Yeah, but get this, they all three of those guys have the same haircut. And I remember watching that when I was a kid going, is that the same actor? Because <laughs> they all have that wavy do. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would they get three guys who kind of look like that same white guy? Because they only wanted to hire one stylist. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was a that could have been a stylist problem. And uh, Robert Davy is special agent what, Johnson, right. and then Grand Bush is the other agent Johnson. Special no, agent, no relation, no relation. <laughs> I was six years old, you dick. Yeah, just like <laughs> Vietnam, huh, Slick? I was six years old, dick. <laughs> yeah, it was something like that. So awesome. Such a great line. Hart Bachner is the. Is the cokehead uh, hotshot executive oh, that tries right. to negotiate? 
Ugh. I do million dollar deals for breakfast. I can negotiate with this Euro trash. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh yeah. And then what about uh, what, and the nice product placement when he gets the the Coke with yeah. the ice? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> be. That I was... can give them to you. Yeah, you know, just like who's the limo driver? Who's the actor? Oh, that's a great. I think it's because I think that Clarence, was uh, uh, Gilliard Junior. Remember the, the Christmas year. song was uh, uh, Christmas in Hollis? What Christmas in Queens? No, I'm sorry. Clarence uh, Gilliard Jr. is the guy who is the... The nerd? The nerd. Black nerd? Black Blurred. nerd. Yeah, That's it. Playing for... Um, he's working with Hans Gruber. Right. And so the... the the Kind of the... He was he was little. He was a little mm-hmm. guy. And then he uses, he uses his powers for good. He uses his limo for good. At the end of it, when he mm-hmm. crashes right into the side of that van. <laughs> and then who played the brother that shows up at the end of it all? Oh, wow. Okay, so there's the there's the black cop who's a famous character actor. That's uh yeah, that is um Reginald uh, V. Johnson. Reg yeah, there we go. <coughs> that cold is still holding on, huh? Oh god. And uh so the uh and then um, Sergeant Al Powell. S- Sergeant Al Powell who who knows exactly what's in a Twinkie. That guy, that guy's good. That's, <laughs> that guy knows things. That guy's great. And then uh accidentally shot a kid and felt remorse. Yeah. You know. Like cops ought to, and uh, and then uh, and then who's the giant blonde? Uh, who was the giant blonde who had the brother who looked like Kurt Braunohler? Remember the Kurt Braunohler? Well, it uh, was Alexander Gudinov. Right, he was the long hair, right? Yeah. And then his brother, who gets killed now? Ho He's ho a, ho! Now I have a uh, machine gun. Yeah, there was. Oh, I forget. He looks exactly like Kurt Braunohler. <laughs> I, I don't remember. Oh, he's a comic, yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I love Die Hard. It's Die a really Hard. fun movie. And it was also one of those movies where you didn't realize how fun it was going to be until you saw it. Because yeah. it was a weird marketing where it just oh, it looks like a regular thriller. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a regular action yeah. shoot 'em up. But then when you when you watch it, you're like, oh, this is really fun. This is just something Wasn't really it groundbreaking? Didn't it establish did it establish quips? Come to LA, climb through the yeah, yeah, we'll have a, well, yeah, come to LA, we'll have a few laughs. Come to the coast, we'll have a few laughs That's while it. he's climbing through the dark. Right, right. It was and it was his first big break after moonlighting, right? Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. John McTiernan uh directed it. I think it was his sort of first big um movie as well. It was his it was McTiernan's first like well, he did Nomads and he did Predator. But it was his, then from there, McTiernan did Hunt for Red October. Oh, wow. He did Last Action Hero, which is a bummer. But then he, <laughs> you know, he sort of, uh, he was the big 80s. Yeah, Last Action Hero didn't help Alan Rickman's career after no. Die Hard. Oh, I didn't <laughs> see that. And I thought I'd seen all of all of Alan Rickman's work. Well, no? you have. <laughs> <laughs> no reason to see that? Yeah. Fair enough. We don't, I don't, Fair I don't think anyone on. considers it canon for, uh, okay. all right. for Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. And John McTiernan, real quick, he directed a movie called The Thirteenth Warrior with Antonio Banderas. Oh, I remember that movie. Which is an awesome film. Is it? It's it's one of these movies. It nobody liked it. It got panned. It didn't do well on the box office. I don't think. And I saw it, and I was like, "This is awesome." They hired all these Viking dudes to just go out and just. It's just great. Yeah. Viking sword fight. <laughs> There's a with, great line in that uh, movie where Antonio Banderas picks up the sword and it's too heavy. He goes, I can't lift this sword. And the Viking goes, Grow stronger. <laughs> yeah. There's just that. There's just these big Viking dudes just Viking stuff yeah, yeah. it up. It's 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 amazing. <laughs> That's so what what movies don't I have? What movies should I see that I didn't that I didn't bring? Um that and specials. Be- 
And specials. Uh, I would say the Black Adder Christmas special. Oh, which, which is, I have actually never seen. Which is amazing, because it also tells the story of A Christmas Carol, but Blackadder starts as the nicest man in all England. And as it progresses, he gets meaner and nastier. And then he becomes like Blackadder at the end. <laughs> <laughs> so it reverses. Oh, that's yeah, hilarious. Because the, uh, the, the, the first um, ghost that comes to visit him is like, oh, well, yeah, you don't need any visions. You're doing great. I'm going to haunt all the other people. And he goes, well, let me see my ancestors. And then he sees how horrible his ancestors were. Yeah. But how they always got ahead. And he's like, well... If yeah, but they all got ahead, even though they did horrible things. And he's like, "Well, technically, yeah, but all right, I'm not showing you anymore. I'm leaving." Oh God! <laughs> so it's it's great special. It's one, it's one ghost <laughs> after another turning him into Scrooge. Yes. <laughs> Holy hell! Yes, yes, that it, is amazing. It's, it's really good. So uh, okay, mine is is Bad Santa. That's oh, a great. Santa. That's a great I think movie. It's Billy Bob Thornton, Bernie Mac, yeah. Lauren Graham. Oh jeez. Uh, oh, I forgot Lauren Graham's in that. She's she's awesome. Uh, Tony Cox, I, I, like. It's it hits the right mix of being completely inappropriate, but also really funny. John Ritter's great. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. I mean, it's yeah, really about you're that. getting to see a bunch of you know. Yeah, yeah. People. Yeah. It's super dark though. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely dark. Yeah, it's super yeah. mean and dark. And the other thing, I, the other special I would recommend watching is December twentieth at the Hollywood <laughs> Improv. <Yeah. laughs> Another segue. Star Wars holiday special, which we will be uh, commenting on. We will yes. do a, com- a live commentary. And uh, if someone in this room can check their old person calendar because they don't use <laughs> have, their iPhone, I have, I have a paper thing that uh, that has it's got a it's got this ring on the on the corner of it, and then you just open oh, different wow. pages. It was every year I like to buy a new calendar. It's nice. This year's theme is it's called the Reading Woman. And it has different pictures of women reading in it, and some of them are from the Wait 1800s. Wait a minute, women shouldn't be allowed to read. That's, that's how old this thing. They found some seriously old photos, you guys, in the 1840s when cameras were just invented. Do they were write, like, do you have your, your recipes on three by five cards? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so uh, how, someone did send me a three by five. How do you back card. up your um, your book on the cloud? On the cloud, well, I just hold it above my head, yeah, oh. and I'm just like, it's <laughs> raining work. Hey, it's a pot. You guys, <laughs> yes, I have to check my book to see if I can. Co- I've never seen the Star Wars special. Oh, it's you're I haven't in for seen a it treat. in a long time, and I'm not watching it. To- I felt the same way. I'm like, I haven't seen it. No, I'm, I'm gonna wait. Okay, so, all right. That is uh, December 20th, December 20th, in the Improv Lab, the Improv, the improv lab. lab. Yes, so hopefully. Um, Miss Cation will check her. We'll be joining. We'll be joining. That'll be good. You guys going to go see that Star Wars? You hear there's a new Star Wars movie coming out? Well, we're going to Australia to see it a day early. Oh my God, you are not. Are you really? (laughs) We're leaving Monday night. Podcast fans are the greatest. (laughs) Steel Saunders, who does Steel Wars, is set up this whole thing like almost a year ago. And I was on his show and he talked about this was last year. He goes, you know, the the Star Wars fan club in Australia is setting up a midnight screening uh, at twelve oh one on the seventeenth, which because movies are released a day earlier there, they release on Thursday. Yeah. So that means Wednesday night, December sixteenth. Yeah. Technically, you can see it. We can see it, and and I just threw out, and he goes, and I'm going to try to set up doing a live podcast. I said, oh man, well Chris and I got to come out. We're going to yeah. do a mashup, and we'll do a spoiler app. Yeah. So we just sort of laughed and talked about that. So as it got closer, we realized it would be Comedy Film Nerds episode 300. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very nice. Live spoiler up. So it's now happening. We were going to, we, and we talked about it. And we yeah. were like trying to get sponsors. And then we said, like, 
maybe three weeks ago, four weeks ago, said, we don't have the money. It's not going to yeah. happen. Sponsors yeah, yeah. aren't going to do it. A fan in Iowa. Yeah, Eric. Eric. <laughs> Hi, said, Eric. Hey, Eric. Goes, here's five grand. I want you to go. I want you to go. Jesus, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> do you listen to the door? No, anyway. Uh, uh, jackass. So. Uh, that's awesome. We're nice. flying there. Well, that's beautiful. So we were going to re- we're going to re- record the episode starting about 3 a.m. at Seamus O'Toole's Irish Pub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, right next door to the theater. Right. Um, there's going to be a bunch of, Steel is bringing a bunch of comics on. We're going to rotate guests in. And yeah. we're having two comedy film nerds yeah. writers flying in from um, Sydney. Sydney. So it'll be C.J. Johnson and Dean Hagelin. Oh, so cool. they're actually flying in for it, too. So oh, that's awesome. We're going to record that from 3. It'll go till about 4.30. Then we're going to go Are to- you guys going to get there a couple days early so you can sleep for a minute? About a or day a, early. A day? Okay, a day early. Because we've got to do press. We're going to be on- Now we're getting interviewed we're by we're getting interviewed. Australian TV station. <laughs> oh, my God. About the two You know, there's like, like four channels over there. So yeah. like I was, on, I was on a TV show one time. Nine weeks later, on the other side of the continent, I was in Perth. I was in the Glass House. This is uh, back in the 12th century when I was uh, in Australia. Uh, so I was, I think, 2005. Nine weeks later in Perth, a child recognized me on the street. Yeah. I felt like I had been on television in the 70s. Yeah. Yeah, because there's only four channels. They're like, "Weren't you on that thing?" And I was like, mm, "I was on that thing. Why were you up at eleven o'clock at night?" And uh, so, so we're doing something uh, out of cha- awesome. Channel Seven in uh, in on Sydney. They're interviewing us as the crazy Americans coming over to watch this. That's awesome. So, well, our episode will post about six a.m. Melbourne time on the seventeenth, which is about eleven. Um, so we're gonna do six a.m. on the seventeenth. So it's gonna be about. 11 a.m. on the the sixth Wednesday the sixteenth <laughs> California right. time. Yes, guys. So Wednesday day. Get your decoder rings. Yes. Yeah, and just start spinning. <laughs> We're time traveling to see it early. That's all you need to know. So the spoiler right. up will be up on Wednesday the sixteenth America time. Yes. Oh Jesus Christ! Uh, nobody's going to listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> got to listen to it the next day after we've all seen it and gone. Uh, I was looking forward to that. Thank God they did it. Yeah. And, uh, so I was on. Um, I did Mary Lou Henner's radio program yesterday to talk about it, and uh, we were talking about. Uh, I was like, you know, people are already lining up to see Star Wars like outside, and mm-hmm. we're talking about, oh, those people are crazy, and then they go, yeah, but you're going to Australia to see it a day early. Why are you making fun of those people? Right. <laughs> Note to self. And to be fair, and, we're going to be in a hotel. We're not. We're not. We're not going to be camping on the street. Sleep. sleep like <laughs> we arrive the morning of the sixteenth. So it'll we be a, that night. We have a press interview at two thirty, and then sleeping and sleeping until about nine. So right. So yep. you might get a good four or five hours in. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Which we'll, is actually, we'll be ready. Which is actually perfect <clears throat> because we'll still be sort of on American time. Good. Take a four-hour nap. That could work. So then that like, should work. Yeah. We should be fine at four in the morning. Get a meat yep. pie and go see. Where is it going to be? In Sydney? Uh, no, it's Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, Melbourne. good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this yeah, giant yeah. IMAX theater. Go see the Hawks. Yeah. And uh, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the only sport I like, that AFL footy thing. <laughs> anyway, so uh, this is, uh, th- that's it. I'm on a, I'm on a Christmas movie. Excellent. You guys. Well, that was a, that was a, a time well spent putting those together. Oh, for there sure. we go, yeah. Jackie. Thank um, you very much. Where can people find you on the internet? Any live upcoming shows? Uh, JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. But the, uh, well, they can check your of- physical book. Uh, right. They, right, right. Come on over to the house, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and I'll show you the picture of this month's lady who's reading. And then, <laughs> but 
I'm doing actually the next the next three gigs I'm doing are three of my favorite clubs ever, which are I'm doing Madison, Wisconsin, Comedy oh, on State uh, next week, the 21st through whatever, or the 19th through the 20, whatever it is, uh, that Thursday, Friday, Saturday before Christmas. And then I got Christmas off. And then the first week of January, I'm in Acme, my home club in Minneapolis. Oh, great club. That's another great club. And then the week after that, I'm in Tacoma, which is one of my new favorite clubs in the country, Tacoma, Washington, Tacoma Comedy Club in uh, Tacoma, Washington. It's an amazing club. They uh, are run by grownups who uh, know how to run a comedy club. Oh, nice. Fantastic. So it's amazing. So come and see me if you are in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota, or Tacoma, Washington. In uh, Oh, and I'm also doing Sketchfest and a live dork forest uh, in San Francisco in January. Oh, so awesome. Go to JackieGage.com and look at things. All right, guys. Hopefully, Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yes. Hopefully, we'll <laughs> see you at the screening in uh, Melbourne at Seamus O'Toole's. Yes. And, uh, that is sold out, though. Uh, yeah. So hopefully you already have your ticket. Yeah, come by and say hi. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, uh, December 20th at the Hollywood Improv. And then... Uh, Still seats available for that. Oh, uh, I just am setting this up. I will put the dates on there, but uh, January 16th, I'll be doing a show at uh, Hawaiian Brian's in beautiful Honolulu, Hawaii. Oh. That's neat. So I'll, it's always a fun gig. Always a fun gig. Will you bring your surfboard? Uh, your no, board of surfing? I will surfing? use all of the wonderful boards they have there. On the <laughs> Do they already, already have oh, boards? so many. It's okay. the best shapers in the world. <laughs> Excellent. The boards are great. Uh, and then I'll be at uh, the Improv in uh, Las Vegas, February 9 through 14, Lake Tahoe, uh, March 2 through 6. So that's it, guys. Thank you for everything. Excellent. we got a lot of stuff coming up. Don't forget the um, the... The improv show coming up, of course. You said that, yeah, uh, yep. December 20th. And the 20th. And also, um, there's still time to buy stuff in the store for Christmas delivery. We yeah. can we can guarantee Christmas delivery up until, what did we say, the, the, if you uh, buy the 20th? By the, you have to buy by the, the end of day on the 20th, yes. because shipping the 21st <laughs> is the last day we can ship it prior to priority, to right. get it um, to you by the 24th. And we do have a discount code. code. Yep. Uh-huh. That is um, Holiday Work It, and that'll get you 10% off yep. everything in the store, including all of Jackie's merchandise mm-hmm. and, right. and even her uh, download movie as and, well. Oh, right. I mean, this her special an, rabbit. Yeah, this will make an excellent Horcrux. Yes. And I will, uh, if you guys come to Madison or, or Minneapolis or Tacoma and bring your Comedy Film Nerds book, if I didn't already sign it, I will sign it again. There you go. Or I'll sign it for the first time mm-hmm. again. What? <laughs> what just happened? Perfect. That's exactly what... Great uh, sentences. Yeah. We're all really on top. <laughs> um, all right. Well, thank you, Jackie. I think that is that any more? Anything more? Is that it? Those are the yeah. Those are the things. Those are the We're big good. things. Uh-huh. Thank you, um, Jackie. Just knocked over our backup Still. hard drive. <laughs> um, she doesn't know what that is. She doesn't know what that is. It bothers her because it's not paper. Yeah. We don't, we, we, don't, we don't have a stenographer here yeah. uh, backing up the show. Is that what binary is? Yeah. Does it look like that, that black, that black box? Is that binary? All right. Uh, bonus app DVD closet with Jackie Cation. My name is Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini. And as always, remember, Han, Han shot, shot first. first.